Hello and welcome to Skywire's Beyond the Page, the podcast where we delve into the deeper side of Skysoft stories and characters. Every month, we'll analyze, theorize, and hypothesize about all things Skysoft with a cast member. I'm your host, Daniel Andrade. On today's episode, I'm happy to have Jade Vurkaray, who plays Daisy in season three of Fox. Jade, thank you so much for joining me here today. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. This is always an exciting time for us here. So let's go ahead and get started. So just to, you know, get it out of the way, let's start with the toughest, probably the most uh, pressing question here. So how do you take over a role that was played by someone else the the season prior and who had already developed the character? Um, well, first of all, um, I did watch season two, the whole thing, about twice before even coming to set. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked Hunter and Monroe probably a bajillion questions <laughs> on who exactly Daisy is versus mm-hmm. who is Daisy that, that Melanie was the one to portray. Um, and then just trying to find a balance on who I felt Daisy was after reading the script because you can have the same script and the same um, character, but if whoever you put in that position is always going to interpret it in a different way. So it's just mm-hmm. trying to find that balance between the way I felt Daisy was and the way that Melanie portrayed Daisy. Yeah. So what did you keep from Melanie's portrayal of Daisy? And what did you want to do differently or add? Okay, so Fort Mount. Mm-hmm. Melanie did a really good job at portraying Daisy as, you know, the awkward type, and I definitely wanted to, to keep that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's hard taking anything though after Fort Mount, like the Ganadan version of Daisy, because yeah. I'm sorry, Ganadan version of Daisy, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, because she's so much different than yeah. the Ganadan version of season two's Daisy. So mm-hmm. that one I actually kind of just made my own. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a whole different. Um situation that she was in than the first time that we see her in Ganadan, yeah. for sure. Definitely, though, she was pretty feisty as mm-hmm. Ganadan um, Daisy, so mm-hmm. I, I think I did pull that as well. <clears throat> uh, so, you know, kind of along those lines, we have a very, we're very fortunate <laughs> to have a very passionate and very vocal, uh, vocal fan base. So, how have you been dealing with uh, fan expectations? Oh my goodness, I feel there's <laughs> nothing I can do to please them. <laughs> Um, before we move further, um, we are shooting this in December, and mm-hmm. um, Skywire Awards happened. That's right. And I was voted as favorite newcomer, so I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much. That mm-hmm. means a lot to me, and it makes me feel validated mm-hmm. you know, in the role of Daisy. Yeah. Um, I know Expectations, they loved Melanie and her chemistry with Monroe. Um, this is my first role where it is... Uh, romantic between two women Mm -hmm. and that's something I've been working on with Monroe Mm -hmm. I don't know I just definitely Melanie took the more she seemed a lot more confident and in control in those situations Mm. whereas me I was more the pulled back kind Mm. of Daisy Mm -hmm. I I, I think of it in my head as this is Daisy's maybe second relationship I mean she kind of had one with Brian but (laughs) they just shared like a brief like Mwah. Yeah. Versus now she's with 
box and it's like a totally different element, a much more um, like a stronger relationship. Oh yeah. But, so I guess kind of uh, building off of all that, how have you been able to make Daisy your own while still staying true to the character of Daisy? I try to view Daisy and just relate her to past events mm, mm-hmm. in my own life and trying to see if if I were Daisy, how would I have handled those situations? Yeah. Okay. So just trying to make it relatable to you so that it can make it relatable to the viewers as well. Um, what a lot of people might not know is that this isn't your first time acting, unlike many of the rest of us in the cast. So what are some of the main differences between your past acting work and your work with Skysoft? Skysoft is so much more organized. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I've done some YouTube things here and there, Mm -hmm. but Skysoft's just on a whole nother level. I have learned so much, not just from, you know, our awesome director and cast, but just from being there and watching everybody um, even though you're not in a scene, you still get to watch other people act and do their thing, and you can just mm-hmm. learn just from watching. Well, yeah, right? That's what I've appreciated about it as well, that it's a very um, education-based community experience. Like, right, and everyone everyone's is there. just so sweet and accepting, and, you know, you might do something wrong, and you're, you're trying to fix it in your... In your um, you might not be getting the emotion portrayed correctly as you want Ah, it but mm -hmm. instead of people being angry at you for it or not doing it right you know they're supportive and they're trying to coach you through it Mm -hmm. you know that's that's really nice it is right it makes you feel a lot more willing to take some of those risks and try things in a different way because you know that you'll get that feedback that'll help you Mm -hmm. yeah um you were talking about this a little bit earlier uh when we first meet you as as daisy you're already showing off that fearlessness that feistiness and you're showing off your faith in Fox through your conversations with not just Ra, but with Marilla as well. Two characters that can be, you know, who can be pretty intimidating. But you stand your ground, you hold your own against them. You're not afraid of them in this moment. So do you think that toughness has always been a part of Daisy? Or that she was just putting on a brave face to mask how terrified she really was? I feel like somewhere deep down she's had it. But at the same time, I do feel like she was putting on a brave face face Mm -hmm. but also when you do think about it she did witness all kinds of horrible horribleness (laughs) in that camp and she's witnessed people being skinned alive i'm pretty sure she's seen dream demons doing unspeakable things to their prisoners Mm -hmm. so i think she's just at this point where she's pissed yeah so speaking of jumping into an already established world that was maybe you know developed a little more in season two what was it like for you filming the Fort Mount scenes? Are you going to miss filming in Fort Mount? I'm going to miss working with Georgie. Yeah, she's I've a blast, isn't she? so much from her, and she's just a blast of energy and positivity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I only got to work with her for a little bit, but I would love to work with her again in the future. Yeah. So this is another thing that we had kind of touched upon briefly here. Uh, acting is... You know, difficult enough as it is, but you had the added challenge of portraying romance and a deep loving connection on screen. And you said that it was something you were working on with Monroe. So how did you prepare for those intimate scenes with Fox? Um, I know the very first kiss that Monroe and I did, it was just 
the way I viewed it was just a, yeah. like, that's it. Um, <laughs> and Monroe was saying, like, it needs to be more passionate. So I'm、uh-huh. like, okay, let me grab you and pull you in. But it was still a. <laughs>、um, so definitely I had to go and. Especially more for this season.、Mm-hmm. This is a lot more developed.、Mm-hmm. I've been watching a bunch of you know, different romantic kissing scenes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do the research. You do, yeah.、Um, but that's only half of it. The other half is getting into the right mindset. And、mm-hmm. I can tell you, season three, getting into that mindset was really hard for me.、Mm-hmm. Like I said, this、mm-hmm. is my first time、um, doing any girl on girl roles.、Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, girl with girl roles. That sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> so. I remember there, Monroe was, she's super like patient. And、mm-hmm. there's a times where I'd be like, okay, I got this. And then I'd go into kiss and be like, no, I don't got it. I don't got it. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, ah, like I felt like a little, like a schoolgirl、uh-huh. about to kiss her first guy. Oh, and yeah. And I was like, you already kissed me. What's the. <laughs> yeah, you've already gotten the hardest part <laughs> you out. You already kissed me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, I just need to like, get out of that <clears throat> shell that I put myself in. Yeah. So it's just like baby steps, like yeah, progress. Baby steps, yeah. yeah. Slowly but surely figuring it out. So, I mean, now that you've done it a few times, do you have any te- techniques? I mean, like, me <laughs> personally. No, like <laughs> techniques or tips for acting out romantic scenes, because, you know, I haven't had to do a romantic scene. Dobby hasn't.、Um, so, you know, any advice or anything for. Because those are probably, I would imagine, harder scenes to do, especially with.、Uh, not that. Monroe's a stranger to you, but she maybe was at first, but like for someone that you don't know very well, you know? Right.、Um, you gotta remind yourself it's not real. You're <laughs> acting. So, whatever, you know, any guilt or anything、mm-hmm. that you're feeling, like that's push that aside. That's, that's, it's not real. You're acting in this scene. So,、yeah. when you're going into it, you gotta think. This is just based on what I did last weekend. Yeah. Because、um, we did have. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll say you, you did some scenes. <laughs> Let's just say some scenes happened. Yeah.、Um, and I, it was, I was a lot more comfortable this time because I finally got it in my head saying,、yeah. you know, this is Daisy and this is. Fox. I was going to say another character. Oh, okay, yeah. And this is Fox. But I mean, we all know we it's, all it's know. something with Fox.、Okay. Yeah. This is Daisy and this is Fox. Daisy's、yeah. in love. Fox is in love. Fox wants this. And、yeah. Daisy wants this.、Yeah. And just put that in your head like, Fox likes you, so it's okay to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Uh, I don't know, it's, <laughs> it's in my head. It sounded better in my head. <laughs> so just remembering to separate、um, what's actually happening from,、uh, from reality and placing it back into the world that you're portraying, I guess. Right. Something along those lines. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, like you were saying,、um, On top of these being romantic scenes, it's portraying a love between two women, which is something that is unfortunately still not seen as prevalently on major TV networks. It's still something that many people are maybe still struggling to accept or understand.、Mm-hmm. So, what is it like to be part of such a progressive show that's not afraid to you know, cross those boundaries and you know, make these statements? Yeah, it's really exhilarating.、Mm-hmm. Um, Especially growing up in such a religious household where you're told, you know, men cannot be with men, women cannot be with women, or else you're down to hell.、Mm-hmm. Um, which is why previously I mentioned the, the guilt and everything,、mm-hmm. because you're told one thing, but as you get older and your mind opens up to what's really going on into the world,、yeah. you realize that it's not bad. Like, how can you hate on love between、mm-hmm. two people?、Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Sorry. 
getting She's emotional. getting <laughs> um, We have Kleenex over here. <laughs> no, but it's true it's though. Sad. Yeah, it really you know, is. I mean, that some people don't For don't someone see to that. finally find that other half of yeah, them and that's so to, hard. Like, not everyone has that. Yeah. Um, so to be able to be a part of this show, you know, where we celebrate this, it's it's amazing, and I just feel like it, there's other people out there that are watching can, that can watch it and be like, hey, you know what? It maybe it is okay for me to have a crush mm-hmm. on this girl mm-hmm. or on this guy, or mm-hmm. maybe it is okay for me to, to tell them how I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty special thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be able to make people feel more comfortable in themselves and in who they are, you know. So. <clears throat> you gotta celebrate it. It's love. Of course, love is love. And like you said, it's just it's so hard in general to find, you know, that person that you're searching for, man, woman, whatever it is, you know. So like whoever, you, who, it is. whomever it is, yes. Um, so when you're when you find it, yeah, it's just it's sad that some people can't be able to fully appreciate it and enjoy it and be open about it. But, yes, and one of the things that I really um, respect about Fox is mm. yes it, it is a love I mean it's action it's adventures everything <laughs> yeah, but yeah. there is a love story going on and it is between two women but it's done in such a respectful way mm-hmm. like, it's not mm-hmm. done where like everyone's clothes come oh, off no. and yeah. it's hot and steamy no it's super respectful and yeah. yet even though it's like this it still has such a great fan base so it's kind of proving that if you want to have show these types of relationships you don't have to do it all super Mm-mm. sexy Mm-mm. or anything like yeah. that. You just have to make it real. Yeah, make it yeah. real. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, intentionally or not, you've now somewhat become uh, somewhat of an icon for the LGBTQ community. So, <laughs> so what does it feel like to be, you know, to have that kind of role placed on you? Oh you know, goodness. that people are looking at you like as this symbol of hope, maybe, you know, you along with Fox, along with Monroe. It's an honor. <laughs> it truly is an honor. Yeah. I don't know, I'm sorry. I'm in shock right now. I know. I never like thought about that. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you said. It's it's, it's opening up to this audience, you know, that has been wanting this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. has been wanting to see this kind of love portrayed on screen, and now it's here, and, and you're a part of that, you know. So, you also had the challenge of filming what were definitely the most unsettling scenes of the series with the Leo. So. <laughs> I know. I get I get little <laughs> shivers every time I think, I think about, about it. it. Even during the Skywire Awards when they like replayed those scenes, I was, oh, in, yeah. the I was, with, like, I was in the car with Hunter and Monroe, just like sitting in the backseat like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sends shivers down your spine, even even after the fact, you know. So how were you both able to get through those scenes? Like did you communicate with each other? And if so, like what kind of things did you tell each other to kind of make sure you guys were okay? So Jacob, who plays Aaliyah, he's like the biggest sweetheart you'll ever meet. So <laughs> I guess that's what made him more comfortable to be able to do these scenes with him. Mm-hmm. But when we were in our acting roles, it still freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> it was, regardless of what was going on, it was really freaky and it felt real. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did we did talk it out beforehand. Um, I let him know where I was comfortable with where he was putting that mm-hmm. hook. And mm-hmm. yeah, that hook went <laughs> It went pretty up places. there, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was really good about, you know, listening to my concerns and my fears and taking it and just doing what I asked and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think we had a good um, acting relationship going on there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
it was like his first day. Like not not only was it a tough scene, but it was his first day. That was his first so, day. Like, did you have any like additional advice for him? Like not only just jumping into this role, but jumping into this whole career, you know, this whole... Right. Yeah. I know um, because it was his first day and the same thing happened to me on my first day yeah. too. Um, is that I was so much in my head, I couldn't yeah. remember my lines. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember going over with Jacob, you know, it's a story mode. So you got to follow the story. Like he's mm -hmm. saying this because of this. And then yeah. this is happening because of this. And yeah. I, I feel like that helped. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but yeah, the slamming against the tree and everything, that was real. <laughs> now he we didn't... wanted it to be as real as possible. So he did not hold back on those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Um, so it takes six episodes, almost half the season, for Daisy to finally be reunited with Fox. And at that point, it's the first time on screen, at least, that we see you and Monroe together. So what was that like to finally be able to act side by side and give the audience this moment that they've been waiting so long to see? Right, so right where she saves me from a mm -hmm. real scratch. Mm -hmm. So I, I was dealing with Allele yeah. that same day. Yes. So I was pretty nervous with that. And then right afterwards, go straight to my first kiss with Monroe. I was, I was nervous. Yeah, that was that was oh a big scene. Goodness. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to try and like, do justice for the fans because I know they really, really like love and admire Fox and Daisy together. So mm -hmm. I, I wanted to make them happy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, did you channel anything from your life or your experiences of maybe you missing someone and finally getting a chance to see them again uh, to make that more realistic, more authentic? So I, I did talk to Monroe about this on how she wanted me to, to do certain things. And she just told me, um, she told me to think of Belle when Beast oh. returns. Oh, okay. And that's, that's how... Or I guess that was the inspiration for that specific scene. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't I didn't know that. There you go. That's pretty cool. Um <clears throat> That scene, um, within that same episode also showed you fighting for yourself for the first time with your bow. So why do you think that is Daisy's weapon of choice, the bow? Because she doesn't know how to use the sword, yet. <laughs> yeah. or the hammers, or the bludgeons, <laughs> or the spiked sticks. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, she's comfortable with the bow. She's done it in Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. yeah. Her nature ninjas. There we go. So that's, I think that's she saw it and just impulsed and instinctively used it. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm familiar with this thing. I, I can just do some damage. At all the bloody weapons around yeah. her. I don't know. Yeah. Like, this looks cool. All right, I know how to do this. Bing. Go yep. this. What people may not know is that you also had a lot of action scenes in the Hakradia fight as well. <laughs> that was my favorite to film. Wasn't it fun? It was so much fun. It was like a little secret, That's secret right. thing there. But, I mean, if you saw the credits, you would know. It. Yeah, spoilers. All right, so <laughs> you were in the Hakradia fight, and in that fight, you had the opportunity to use a staff. Yes. So a very different weapon. Um, between, and then we'll throw the sword in here too. So between the sword, the bow, and the staff, which weapon did you prefer? The sword. Ah, nice. And I'm not gonna lie, that bow, it looks really easy on, on, um, 
the show, but it's <laughs> actually not that easy to pull that string back. I think Hunter was saying it was either a 25 or a 30 pound string, Oof. or yeah. I don't know how to explain pounds that. Pounds of pressure. Yeah, pounds yeah. of pressure, and then having to hold that still. Yeah. Like, that's muscles I it's a lot don't of resistance. have yet yeah. that I'm working on. <laughs> uh-huh. But the the staff was fun too because it's a completely different element right? from the sword. Yeah. I know some people think that you have the sword and the staff and you're just poking people, but mm-hmm. it's the way you hold it, the way you have your stance, the mm-hmm. way Hunter's really good at when he's teaching you to use a weapon mm-hmm. to get you in that mindset of why you're doing the things you're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why you're holding it this way, why you're jabbing this way. He um, He wants you to think if someone's going to slash you in a certain way, what would you do, even off script? Yeah. What would you do to be able to block it mm-hmm. or to get out of that situation or to even parry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is nice because in the that Hakradian fight, <laughs> there is a scene between me and you. There is, yeah. <laughs> One of my female. favorites. <laughs> yeah. Prince Erasmus gets to fight the only female of the Hakradians. That's right. He seems um, to have a thing for fighting these female <laughs> warriors. I don't know why, I'm sorry. (laughs) But yeah, while everyone has the scripted, um, choreographed fight scenes in the front, everybody in the back, that's all improv fighting. Mm -hmm. And that's because, like you said, we were taught how to just, how would we use these weapons in general? Not just in this specific fight scene, but how would we use them in general? So, you know, kind of along those lines, what did you do? To prepare for your various fight scenes, you know, we got the training. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you like practice at home? Did you practice with someone else? My very first practice session, because in order to even become the role of Daisy, you, you had to obviously be auditioned and interviewed, and then you actually had to go to a fight camp afterwards. Mm-hmm. So luckily, I had Dan. Yeah. <laughs> here as my I awesome am. Friend here mm-hmm. to help teach me how to do some of the fight camp rolls except mm-hmm. he taught me how to use a two-handed sword that's Turns right out daisy uses a one-handed <laughs> <Yeah>. fencing <laughs> style uh-huh. so it was a little bit different but that helped prepare me for the fight camp mm-hmm. and then after that we had hunter training us doing the fight camps mm-hmm. and then as well um we would sometimes go to the parkour gym mm-hmm. in our area and work out there mm-hmm. um and also practice there as well and then also practicing at home and trying not to break anything in my small little apartment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So just lots of practice. Practice makes practice, better, right? Practice, mm-hmm, yes. mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> and cardio. Oh yeah. You yes. gotta be able to be in constant <laughs> motion for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Um. I think, at least for myself, one of the most relatable scenes with Daisy is when she talks about not fitting in and you know wanting to be accepted by the group. Um, like I said, I know I've certainly felt that way. Definitely on my first day of high school, college, you know, you're in a new environment with new people. And so is Daisy. She's in this new environment, new people. Um, you know, so what moments in your life did you use to convey that feeling of, you know, this desire to be accepted uh, during that scene in particular? Oh my goodness, my entire life. <laughs> um, my father, he was in the military. So, you know, every two, three years, mm-hmm. he would move to a different school. Mm-hmm have to make new friends or mm-hmm. just try to um the last move um back in seventh grade I actually when I first came to school I came about seven weeks late because I was used to the traditional school schedule whereas mm-hmm. the one that you and I went to was a, <laughs> a year round so mm-hmm. they start earlier in the summer than normal schools do so there was actually two weeks where I 
didn't have any friends. No. And, um, yeah. I would basically eat my meals, like, sitting outside of the cafeteria on the ground by myself. Mm -hmm. um, so just moments like that, you know, I was bullied a lot as a kid, not just from, you know, people, little boys at school, but even my older cousins, my sibling, yeah. you know, my older sister. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I took it because I didn't know any better. Yeah. So it's just things like that that was pretty easy for me to channel mm -hmm. um, into my acting. Yeah. And I mean, at the very least, like, it's nice to know that we can kind of take those moments that were maybe hard and maybe difficult and channel them into something that we're trying to use for good, you know, and trying mm -hmm. to make people know that they aren't alone in this, you know. You were bullied. I was bullied in, you know, elementary school as well. Um, uh, so, you know, we're not alone in that. And obviously, and at the time that we're experiencing those things, we think we are. But it takes time and experience to learn that, that it's not. But, you know, I'm glad that we've been able to kind of take those moments and use them for good. So, <clears throat> one of the most heartbreaking scenes is when Daisy breaks up with Fox. It's especially hard because we've been rooting for them, waiting for them to get back together. And they finally do get back together. And now suddenly, you know, that's being taken away. Um, so, I mean... Why do you think Daisy broke up with Fox? I was thinking about that on the drive here. Oh, were you? Honest. I knew you were going to ask me <laughs> yeah. that. It's a big scene. It's a big moment. It's a sad scene. It is. Um, I mean, I know that when Daisy did that, the fans are so mad at her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they need to realize also is that Fox is Daisy's not only is that her one true love, but that was her first love. Mm -hmm. um, so she was scared. Like, yeah. is this is this gonna work out? I mean, yeah. what happens if she moved to to Ganadun, and you know it doesn't work out? And Fox told her that she can't leave anymore yeah. if she chooses Ganadun. Yeah. I mean, in Ganadun, there's no heaters, there's no microwaves, <laughs> there's no, yeah. you know, chocolate. Well, maybe <sighs> there's chocolate. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all the luxurious things we take for granted here mm -hmm. in Trabapia, they don't have that in Ganadun, mm -hmm. and. I mean, before Fox, she probably had an idea of how she wanted her life to be, and especially all of the family pressures that were probably put on her. Oh, yeah. You know, this is who you are. This is, you're going to get married. You're going to have a husband. You're going to have kids. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to have a career. This, these are your friends. These are your family. And basically having to give all of that up mm -hmm. just so she can maintain a relationship with Fox in this unknown world, I think that just you know really scared her yeah and i mean that's a tough enough decision when you're like 25 30 40 years old right. and she's making this decision as a 17 at 17 old. yeah she's still super young <laughs> this interview will continue in the next episode